Hello, everybody. This is Linda Dawson. And this is Glenn Dawson, and you're listening to Preparing Our Heart for Worship podcast, straight from the Internet. Glenn, what special song do you have for us today? Well, Robert Lowry wrote this hymn as a reminder of what truly saves us from sin. Nothing but the blood of Jesus, Lowry wrote. Nothing can for sin atone. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This hymn calls for us to put our complete faith in Jesus for sanctification from sin and salvation from death. Let us rejoice in the gift of eternal life Jesus has given us by his blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow. That makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my pardon, this I see. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my cleansing, this my plea. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing can for sin atone. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not of good that I have done. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is all my hope and peace, nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is all my righteousness, nothing but the blood of Jesus. This hymn has obscure beginnings. We do know that it was written by Robert Lowry, a well-known hymn writer. In 1875, after having spent at least six years as a pastor of the First Baptist Church of Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, and professor of fine writing and literature at his alma mater, the University of Lewisburg. He moved to Plainfield, New Jersey, and took a position as pastor of the newly organized Park Avenue Baptist Church. One of the most endearing hymns, Nothing But the Blood of Jesus, is believed to have been written shortly after his move to New Jersey. Lowry wanted to be known more as a preacher than as a hymn writer. He would have rather preached a sermon to an appreciative audience than to write a hymn. Yet more than a hundred years after his death, what Lowry is best remembered for is his many popular and well-loved hymns. Nothing but the blood of Jesus is among these. When asked to explain his method of composition, in particular whether in his own hymn words or music come first, Lyra replied, I have no method. Sometimes the music comes first and the words follow, fitted insatiably to the melody. I watch my moods and when anything good strikes me, whether words or music, and no matter where I am, at home or on the street, I jot it down. Often the margin of a newspaper or the back of an envelope serves as my notebook. My brain is sort of a spinning machine, I think, for there is music running through it all the time. I do not pick out my music or the keys of my instruments. The tunes of nearly all the hymns I've written have been completed on paper before I tried to play them on the organ. Frequently, the words of the hymns and the music have been written at the same time. Nothing But the Blood of Jesus was first introduced at a camp meeting in Ocean Grove, New Jersey. 
Ocean Grove was established in 1869 as a place of spiritual retreat and revival and a place to escape the summer heat of northeastern cities. Over the years, many famous hymn writers came to Ocean Grove, including Fanny Crosby, William Kirkpatrick, and Eliza Hewitt, as well as Robert Lowry. Ocean Grove still hosts many famous preachers and speakers, as well as musical artists. A Christian meeting ground called Ocean Grove came especially alive in the summer of 1876. It was in that summer that one of history's greatest hymnists traveled there with a Bible in his hand and a new hymn in his heart. He loved music, but thought it to be of lower importance than putting a sermon together and delivering it. Nevertheless, Lowry thought up a new hymn for the occasion. He thought it would be nice to add to the main event of preaching. He was not prepared, prepared for the impact that add-on would have in Ocean Grove that year. Ocean Grove was born on July 31, 1869. A group of Methodist ministers was looking for a spot to escape the summer heat and study the Word. They found a well-shaded, well-drained piece of land on the seashore, New Jersey. Twenty tents were pitched, and the ministers enjoyed their campsite so much that they decided to make it a permanent meeting site in years to come, not only for themselves, but for other Christians, too. No time was wasted, and by next summer, the piece of land was being transformed into a little town. Shelters were constructed, paths were made, and a water well was dug and appropriately named Beersheba. And Abraham planted a grove in Beersheba and called there on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. Uh, Genesis twenty-one thirty-three. Over the 1870s, the campsite grew rapidly in popularity. It especially boomed in 1877 when over 710,000 train tickets were sold for the Ocean Grove Asbury Park train station. What caused this boom in the audience? It's no coincidence that this was the year directly after Robert Lowry introduced nothing but the blood of Jesus to the summer visitors of Ocean Grove in 1876 causing a revival within the camp, and the word spread far beyond. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus rang out from every corner of Ocean Grove that summer. Another famous composer, Ira Sankey, was in attendance that year and claimed Lowry's hymn immediately took possession of the people. Perhaps Lowry would be amazed at his legacy. He put such emphasis on his sermons Yet hymns written in his spare time are what have lived on so strongly through the ages. It was no different in that summer of 1876, for it was not Lowry's sermons that spread like fire through the little town, but the simple hymn he introduced to the people. The Reverend Carlton R. Young, editor of United Methodist Hymnal, noted that nothing but the blood was near the top of the list and the most popular religious songs found in the five widely used hymnals and songbooks other than the 1957 Evangelical United Brethren and the 
1966 Methodist hymnals. For many, however, this hymn was controversial, especially those who loathed blood hymns. Nothing but the blood has all the earmarks of a classic gospel song. It focuses on a single theme and hammers it home. The singer will repeat the text, Nothing but the blood of Jesus, 12 times if he or she sings all four stanzas. The refrain is succinct and reinforces the theme. The language is direct and obvious, with all one or two syllable words. The theme of cleansing from sin is prominent in gospel song literature. Hebrews 9.22 appeared originally above the hymn in the original publications by Lowry, and William H. Doan edited gospel music in 1876. The passage reads, Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Lowry adopts a call-response pattern in the stanzas that immediately engages a singer. Stanza 1 begins with a question. What can wash away my sin? The answer is resounding, indefinite. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is followed by a second question. What can make me whole again? Once more, the answer is unequivocal. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This call-response pattern along with the sturdy, almost martial rhythms of the music, gives the effect of cheerleading. Themes of pardon, cleansing, atonement, and righteousness permeate the remaining stanza. The United Methodist Hymnal changes one of the words in the refrain. The original text is white as snow, an allusion to Isaiah 118. Though your sin be as scarlet, they shall be worth white as snow. The hymnal committee changed it to bright as snow. Most hymnals wisely reduce the original six stanzas to four, as the song could become tedious. The omitted stanza five follows, Now by this I'll overcome, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Now by this I'll reach my home, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Heaven is the destination of many gospel songs, and this hymn in its original form continues this pattern. It is perhaps this hymn, along with others such as Wicked Cowpires, There is a Fountain Filled with Blood, that offends the sensibility of many 21st century singers and as a result calls them to reject any hymn that mentions blood. A more discerning singer will look at the occurrence of the word in context. For example, Augustus Toplady, 18th century hymn, Rock of Ages, Cliff for Me, includes the phrase in the first stanza, Let the water in the blood from thy wounded side which flowed. This is a description of a Bible event, the crucifixion. Charles Wesley often used the word blood in his hymnals. However, it is not in a gory or gratuitous sense, but as a synonym for grace. One can often sing grace in place of blood in a Wesley hymn. For example, the last line of the fourth stanza 
of oh for a thousand tongues to sing could be sung his grace availed for me and maintained the theological intent and can it be that i should gain clearly equates the results of the shedding of christ's blood with mercy and love the doctrinal concept of the song comes in part from hebrews nine twenty two, which says Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood. There is no forgiveness of sin. More importantly, no one else but could achieve the kind of once-and-for-all forgiveness offered by Jesus. Ephesians 1.7 tells us, In him we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace. And in the same passage of Hebrews, we see the permanence of this gift versus the sickle offerings of the old law. Since he has appeared once and for all at the end of the ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Hebrews 9, 26. Also embedded in this hymn, in the refrain and in the second stanza, we see the unique idea of a cleansing blood, two ideas otherwise incompatible, but found in a description of the great multitude of heaven, who have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb, Revelation 7.14. In the third stanza, the denial of good works comes from passages like Ephesians 2, 8-10. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. In the fourth stanza, the hope of peace expressed by Lowry and expressed in the passages like Titus 2.13, which called Jesus our blessed hope, and Romans 5, 1, which says, Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Any righteousness that we might hope to obtain is imparted to us by Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5, 2. Stanza 5 describes an overcoming faith. As we see in First John, I write to your fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning, and I write to you young men because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you little children because you have known the Father. I have written to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. He is he who overcomes the world. But he 
who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Lastly, the appropriate response to such a gift is exuberant praise in 1 Peter 1, 3-7. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Musically, as a gospel hymn, it's easy to learn because it includes both as interlinary refrain, the repeated injection of nothing but the blood of Jesus, and a full refrain. Its musical simplicity, coped with a rich text, has undoubtedly contributed to its widespread adoption. Robert Lowry wrote the hymn as a reminder of what truly saves us from sin, the blood that Christ shed for us on the cross. He repeats the title phrase twelve times to emphasize how nothing but the blood of Jesus can make me whole again and make me white as snow. The Old Testament times people sacrificed animals which cleansed them from the sin and made them ceremonially acceptable to God. But when Jesus, who offered himself unblemished to God, shed his blood on the cross, he obtained eternal redemption for us. Because his final perfect sacrifice is infinitely more effective than animal sacrifices, no barrier of sin or weakness can stifle God's forgiveness. Lowry is credited with the writing of over 500 hymns and was one of the first hymn writers to pen both the text and music. His other well-known compositions include Low in the Grave He Lay, Shall We Gather at the River, and How Can I Keep from Singing? For some time now, there has been a popular teaching that is belched right up out of the pit of hell. The teaching that there are many ways to heaven is a politically correct version of theology today. I can remember someone close to me said, Oh, it doesn't matter what you believe, just as long as you believe in something. Another time, I was quoting the scripture of John fourteen six, And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. To a young lady who had the responsibility of some kind of reading of scripture in the Catholic Church. I quoted that scripture saying, Jesus said that. And she said, oh, no, he didn't say that. And today we have places of worship that hold to that belief. And in the interest of not offending someone, it's promoted by the government. We're sinful creatures. We're unclean in the eyes of God. 
for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. We are broken by sin, need to be made whole again. All our righteousness is as filthy rags to God. We can do nothing to save ourselves. There is nothing but the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ that can save us. What a precious gift of God that he gave his only begotten son to die for us. Take our place in punishment on the cross and pay our sin debt. The Bible tells us without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. The blood of Jesus Christ has bought our salvation. The blood cleanses us white as snow. No other sacrifice can cleanse our sin. There is no other way to heaven. There is no other way to have a relationship with God. If we are to have peace, yes, even eternal peace, trusting Jesus and resting in the hope is our only hope. If you've never trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there's no reason for you to wait anymore. Why can't you do that right now? Glenn, would you play nothing but the blood of Jesus on the tenor sax for us? I'd be glad to, Linda. Oh, 
on our podcast and it's always so good to hear from old friends and new friends too we enjoy sharing stories and history about the old time hymns the authors and events related to the writings of their songs we hope you have been informed and thoroughly enjoyed yourselves our music has been distributed to many places on the web and you can hear it absolutely free by searching the web for the music of Glenn Dawson it's our gift to you, our friends. Go over to YouTube and search for us. When you get there, punch that like button. And then subscribe to our channel. We want to partner with YouTube, and we need 4,000 watch hours in 12 months. And 1,000 subscribers. You could help us get there. We sure would appreciate it. This will help us get our channel going. Our program is part of the Glenn Dawson Evangelistic Association, and we're a 100% nonprofit organization. We're dedicated to sharing Jesus with everyone. We enjoy hearing from you. You can write to us, and man, we would really enjoy that. You could write to us on the platform you're listening to us on sometimes. And if you can't do that, go over to our webpage, and write us there. Our webpage is located at glendawsonea.com. G L E N N D A W S O N E A.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week on Preparing Our Hearts for Worship. God, God be, be with, with you, you, and goodbye, and goodbye for, for now. now.